Hey guys, welcome to the We Love Lucy podcast. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. Today we're talking about The Quiz Show, which aired November 12th, 1951. Episode 5. Quick synopsis from IMDb. When Lucy is months behind in playing the bills, she decides to go on a radio show to win $1,000. To win the money, she must introduce a stranger to Ricky as her first husband. So we start off the episode with a moment that I really relate to where we learn that Lucy doesn't understand how to pay bills, where her whole method is that she just throws receipts in the air and based on whether or not they're facing up or down, she pays them. I was curious what $1,000 would be in today's money, and $1,000 would be $9,461 today. I would do a lot of things for $9,000 today. Oh, that's what she wins on the radio show. And that's so, the amount she wins on the radio show. Right. Spoil it. Sorry. I mean, I, I think we all need $9,461. $461. I especially need that 61 You could buy like a 2005 Toyota Tercel. Like, what's that? Is that a car? It that is. is. It is. It sounds like a turtle. You think I made up a car called a Tercel? We found a Toyota Tercel. It does not look great. I don't know that I would pay $9,461 for that. You could get two Toyota Tercels. Okay, so when Ricky asks her how she's been paying the bills, she says that she jollied them out of it. And that's like using her wiles. Like her feminine wiles? That's what it sounded like to me jollied or she just told them jokes until they forgot does this give a new meaning to the phrase holly jolly christmas was this their christmas episode (laughs) maybe do you think it's telling jokes or do you think it's i don't like just charming them out of it i don't know i think maybe just charming yeah in real life lucille ball uses her comedy to pay her bills so it's a reference oh that's true does it pay all her bills though or only the ones that land face up i don't know how she actually pays her bills have you ever used your wiles to get free stuff? Probably. It doesn't always work. I mean, like, free drinks? Oh, yeah, totally. Or, like, to get out of a ticket? I'll flirt with the guys in the mail room so that they don't know that I'm sending personal mail instead of work mail. <laughs> you distract them? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm good. How are you? It's just... Using your feminine wiles is just getting really high-pitched and, like, smiling a lot more than you usually do. Using your jollies to get free postage. <laughs> How much money does Ricky make is something that I was thinking about. She spends a lot of her money on, like, stuff they don't need, but so she can't pay their bills. How, do, they, do they make enough to get by? I feel like they do because he was saying, I make good money and this shouldn't be the case, that we're in debt many months. In his head, he makes enough money to cover all of the bills if she paid them, like, promptly and didn't maybe waste money on frivolous things. Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Yeah, also something I noticed is that their rent is $250. Oh, I wrote that down and highlighted it in sad faces. <laughs> and they live in New York, is that the idea? Yes. How much is that in current monies? Well, if 1000 was 9461 so it's a quarter of that. So it's like 2250 2250 now would be like a, a decent amount of rent for a New York City apartment. For like a one bedroom. Yeah. Do they have another bedroom? I want to know what the layout of their house is. It doesn't seem like they have any other bedrooms. She does use her feminine wiles, though, because Ricky decides that he's going to take her charge account away. And, and all she, of her allowance. And she goes, you can't do this to me, Ricky. But Ricky, you're so smart. Can't you think of another way? <laughs> yeah, you'd think he'd be the most susceptible to her wiles. 
I mean, he is susceptible a lot of the time to it. You know, he'll have this flash second where he just is like, oh, she's so cute and she's so loving and she's so, and then wait a second. Yes. She's trying to trick me. He gets like partially tricked and then he like resets to the real situation. Every time, man. Well, they've been married for what, 11 years? Round and round they go. I felt like it was an interesting storyline considering they make equal money on the show as like real life people as producers and actors of the show they split the money because they made the same amount as like a lump sum mm-hmm. so the money is theirs he was kind of implying that the money is his and then she uses it to pay the bills and he was taking it away because it's his to take away i think it's interesting that it's her job to pay the bills but it's his money yeah, I don't know if that was like a house. It's like part of the keeping up the house is to cover the bills or if it was just that she offered to because she wanted to spend money and not tell him why. Also, I'm pretty sure women couldn't have credit cards before like the 1960s, 1970s. Oh, so he, so she needed him to sign like on They wouldn't her... have a charge account. Like she wouldn't have access to that if she weren't married. They have charge of plates, which got taken away. Like, women could have, she had a charger plate, which is a precursor to a credit card. So, Ricky is very upset, and he demands for her to explain. I would like a logical explanation of it. Well, I'd like a logical explanation of it, too. (laughs) So, she's able to make fun of Ricky's accent, which we've talked about. They use that trope so infrequently, but in this quote, she's quoting his exact words, it's a laugh line, but it, it is sort of making fun of his way of speaking. When Ricky kisses Lucy goodbye and she's been crying or fake crying, he kisses her and he goes, Salty but nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> the cutest thing. She was totally not into it, but it's sweet. He still wanted to say goodbye. No, salty attitude. No, that's just me. And then Ethel comes in, and in this episode, she's the instigator, where she's the one who comes in with this scheme of a thing we're going to do this week. How did she have an extra ticket like a minute before the radio? she had to leave for the radio show? She was just going to go alone? We don't even actually see Ethel at the radio show. She's not. There's no point where they, the camera shows the audience and Ethel's there cheering her on. It's just straight up Lucy on the stage. I guess they didn't want to get extras. Yeah, and how did she just, like, become a contestant on this show? Because the last time we saw them, they just had two tickets. You'd think they, like, pick the contestants in advance or there's some kind of system. But just magically, we cut straight to her being on the show out of all the people there who probably would want $1,000. I can also see Lucy just, like, throwing elbows to get to the front of the line. Probably. And the show is called Females Are Fabulous! So I was reading about the original name of this show in the script, and apparently it was Women Are Wonderful. Well, these things are all true. But they also treat women terribly on this show. Girls are glamorous. (laughs) Broads are beautiful. Dames are dynamic. (laughs) I should be the announcer of this show. Yes. I like the alliteration, though. I appreciate that. Females Are Fabulous, hosted by Freddie Fillmore. Right, so that character is played by an actor named Frank Nelson, and he will reoccur, I'm counting on IMDb, 11 times on I Love Lucy in, in its run. The actor or the... Or the actor. Freddie Fillmore, though, the character, I read that we see two more times. So maybe that'll be a fun game we play is 
Finding Freddy. Finding Frank. And he is, Frank Nelson is an actual literal radio announcer and game show host. That's his other job. I think being a TV show host or like a game show host still would be one of the best jobs ever. Mainly I just want to be like Jeff Probst on Survivor. <laughs> that kind of, because do you think that Alex Trebek is super bored for doing that his whole life? My favorite thing about Alex Trebek is he's like always kind of really passive aggressively throwing shade at everyone on that show where he's just like makes them feel really stupid. I've been catching on, just randomly on TV a lot uh, Steve Harvey hosting Family Feud. I, I love that. Love Family Feud. <laughs> Because great answer, great answer. And you're like, where did that come from? Like all of the answers, they're always so sure that this is it. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Necky grandma. Necky, huh? <laughs> I know you're right. Okay. Uh, nobody wants to see a naked grandma. <laughs> and a lot of them are also very subtly sexist. Or maybe not so subtly sexist. It's like things you wouldn't want your wife to see you doing alone when she's not home. Yeah, it's, it's like shaving your legs. You're like, why do they have 60 people voting for that? And that makes me wonder if this whole quiz show has been very divided male and female from the get-go. Because also it, it makes me think about all of the shows were targeted to specific markets where it's like, like this show was bought by Philip Morris and like a lot of the, the game shows were probably like good housekeeping or something. Who's watching TV during the day? ladies who are sitting at home so they have like special shows just for women well they still do i mean that's like when you look at the advertising that's on daytime tv versus what advertising at night right. it's very different it's like a lot of like vagisil so TV. much activia so, a lot of jamie lee curtis <laughs> another interesting thing about the quiz shows is that apparently back in the 50s there was a whole series of quiz show scandals where the contestants on the shows were given assistance who the producers wanted to win were essentially given a lot of information so that they could win which i guess that hasn't really changed when you think about tv nowadays like reality least, tv I'm, i know i'm just thinking of watching unreal oh yeah definitely if i've learned anything from unreal <laughs> Something I recently learned about game shows, and maybe I'm really late to the party. Apparently, like on The Price is Right, I grew up watching The Price is Right every time I was homesick. I would watch Bob Barker and all those college kids. When you're awarded something like a large prize on a game show, like a, a car or like an RV or a boat or whatever, you have to pay the taxes on it because it's a like a gift. So most of those kids who win a car on Price is Right don't get the car. Because they can't afford the like thousand dollars or a couple thousand dollars worth of taxes. And so it just sits there and they recycle it and use it for the next show. Well, at least Lucy gets paid in cash. The winner of the previous program who came on in that big body cast, that actress is Hazel Pierce. And it's actually Lucy's stand-in. Was so it always her stand-in? Like throughout the rest of the run of the show? That's what I'm reading she plays 16 roles on i on the show i love lucy and this is the first time that we see her but they're all sort of generic roles like club member party guest so while we're finding freddie we can also spot hazel those are things i list on my resume club member <laughs> party guest featured party guest club member of costco <laughs> I wish I had a Costco membership. I just want to know if they sell kombucha by the case there. You've never been able to get someone to confirm this. Friends, any of my friends, do you have a Costco membership? If so, will you take me with you? Thank you. Or just go to Costco and Snapchat the, mm -hmm. the kombucha setup. Please, and also what kinds. Thanks. 
One of my favorite things about when we enter the set of females, oh, fabulous, is the hype man who's next to Freddie Fillmore and he's doing like the audience clapping. But he's, so he'll like make the audience clap, but then he sits there, stands there and he rolls his eyes and he looks like he's kind of unhappy to be there. He's my low-key favorite character. He's the original Vanna White. (laughs) Don't you feel like there was a lot of visual humor for the fact that it's a radio show? One of the like biggest physical bits in this episode was when they just kept spraying her with water whenever she would say a word that sounded like she was talking about the ocean. Yes, and that's something that I found confusing later. Well, when they tell Lucy that the next challenge is that she has to convince her husband that she had a husband before him, and then he says, and we'll see how he reacts, like, no, we won't. Right, I don't think that the guy they sent to her house was Mike or anything, so how is the radio audience going to know how that scene played out? I, do they just report back the next day? Just sounds like radio shows were super unsatisfying to listen to. <laughs> you know what's a satisfying radio show to listen to? Power 106, cruise show in the morning, they do a segment called Are You Down? And have you ever, do you guys listen to Power 106? No. No. Um, so what, basically what they do is someone will go on the radio, the listener has to call someone, they tell their friend that they're in a crazy situation, like, my girlfriend's in jail and she's also pregnant. Can you give me $5,000 to bail her out? And if the other, if their friend says yes, then they get something. I think they get like radio tickets or money or something. But if they aren't down, then they don't win anything. Power 106. It's the cruise show. Are you down? Cruise show, Power 106. Yeah. Are you down? We got Monica from Van Nuys on the phone. Monica, we're going to call your friend Charlotte this morning? Yeah. All right, so what's the scenario, guys? That she's in the hospital, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah right? in, she's in the hospital, maybe. She's uh, hurt, badly hurt? Yeah, she doesn't want to call her parents, or a friend can come help her yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friends... He's a girlfriend. Your parents will kill you if they found out you were in a car wreck, okay? So it's a prize for being a good friend? Basically. the other per- For the other person saying that they're down to, like, bail their friend out of some crazy shit. Or... I support that in principle. Yeah. Just, like, being down to help your yeah. friends out. I like that. Yeah, right? Like, if I... Maybe I'll, maybe I'll call in next week. You should just make it one of us and we'll just know to say yes. <laughs> You're ruining the whole plan. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, so we've talked a little bit about all the people who are guest stars on this show, but Fred is not in this episode. <gasps> Good. Maybe that's why it was so pleasing. No, I'm kidding. I missed him the whole time. I mean, Ethel's barely in it. There are a bunch of, yeah. Ep- yeah, there are a bunch of episodes where they were like, we don't need you. But yeah, so this was the first time that they don't have all four of them. And also, the guy who plays Arnold, the first husband that the radio show sends, is actually Vivian Vance's husband at the time. Yeah, I read that too. Philip Ober. He's her third of out of four total husbands she had in her lifetime. Get it, Viv? Man eater. Welcome. To circle back to the spraying gag, just when she, I don't know if anyone, it, I don't know if you noticed, I didn't notice, but I read later that Lucy took off her false eyelashes for the spraying gag so they wouldn't get wet. Did she wear them every day? She must. She must have worn them on camera. So this is probably one of very few instances we'll see her without them. One of the things that Freddie Fillmore says when when he's about to introduce Lucy is he goes, Yeah, I would. I wrote that down too. Are they satiring like those types of? radio shows or that concept because it seems like a weird endorsement of that 
I thought it was them just being demeaning to women. I took a lifestyle show class in college, and we would watch some of the old older quiz shows, and a lot of them felt like they were just taking advantage of women who didn't necessarily know better or weren't well enough educated to realize that they're being made fun of or or didn't have any other way to make money yeah maybe the message that lucy is sending is we know these shows are out there so we might as well use them to fix like her current problem Mm -hmm. the problem her character is having in this episode yeah mrs ricky ricardo is also how they introduce lucy when she comes out and then later they say you're married right mrs ricardo she goes yes it's like my name is not Ricky. There's a line, and I don't remember, I didn't write down who says it, but they say, eh, what a way to make a living. And I thought that was a weird burn because they all used to work in radio. Jess Oppenheimer, the producer, used to work in radio. Lucy had a radio show. Desi did radio. It's when Freddie Fillmore, his hype man, as I like to call him, and the guy who plays the husband are sitting at a table, and he hands, Freddie hands him the cash. But so I wasn't, I couldn't tell either if it was a dig for what they do, what the, the guy who plays the husband does, or is it like, what a way to make a living regarding Lucy? Yeah, it seemed like an inside joke among the people who would have written. I mean, the writers, Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, they wrote My Favorite Husband. So at all of their careers started on radio. Well, that's like watching a lot of shows now. I feel like there's always little entertainment industry jokes. In jokes. And I love when she's like, I'd rather go into Niagara Falls in a barrel (laughs) but that was so cute she'd rather like risk physical harm to her body than try to trick ricky by saying she was married before that would probably break his i mean it does break his heart kind of he feels betrayed and the fact that they were a bit older when they got married like it stands to reason that she could have been married maybe she's lucy mcgillicuddy martin ricardo so when the bum comes to ethel's house she's kind of a badass sticking up for herself like get out of here she might as well have had a broom like shoving him out shoo i was surprised that immediately she's like you're wearing an ugly plaid coat you must be a bum (laughs) like i didn't understand how she immediately knew that this just because this guy was wearing an ugly jacket that he was necessarily stealing things yeah and also like bums were a lot fancier back then he was british he sounded fancy to me the actor is john emery he's a stage actor and during his career he did 22 broadway shows same in your future life in a week (laughs) (laughs) well here's where i was confused so he was up the back stairs when he saw ethel and then he goes up to lucy's but he showed up at their front door inside he didn't come up the back stairway, which looked like that's the way he was heading after Ethel's. Maybe there's a hallway, or maybe he somehow got around the building? Maybe it's a continuity error. I think only true fans keep track of continuity errors. It's how we show our love. Like, Is he a grifter? That's just a word I wanted to, to use. Google. Shout out to Google. A grifter is a practitioner of confidence tricks. Oh, that could explain this man. A con artist. That's... He's just very confident about all the lies he's saying. When he brings up how long ago he was married to Lucy and for how long, there's a crack about Lucy's age. Oh, yes. Because Ricky says that she could be 55 but not 65. Well, that's because the guy, he references, like, I had to go away to the war, and he, like, references the wrong war. Like, World War One instead of World War Two. This bum is not educated enough to improv (laughs) all he has is the confidence he does not have the facts all swagger i love when lucy's it's 7 45 and lucy's waiting for her other husband to come at eight 
Her outfit was baller. It was amazing. She looked like a French maid. She had flowers in her hair. Yeah. She dressed up for her fake husband. I know. Well, I guess she was dressed up like that every day, probably. Back then, you know, you get dressed up for your husband or for just being around the house. For dinner at the house. Yeah, exactly. Did she think maybe her husband wouldn't be so quick to leave her if she looked really good? Maybe. Yeah, but then he says she looks 55. I love a man who puts me down. It's awful. (laughs) Just nag me. Sometimes people lash out when they're hurt. (laughs) (laughs) But she looked like a kind of like a classy French maid. I was really into the look. She had like ruffles. Yeah. The clothes in this episode. Ricky's suits. I just every time I see him in with the shoulders. Just on the couch. Ricky was reading Variety, which I loved because it looks the same then as it does now. I guess if it were still in print now. It's a very LA publication though, right? I think New York too. Probably did some theater stuff too. Yeah, definitely. He reads the trades. Oh, that's right. He's in entertainment, so that's his like Bible. Right. (laughs) Do you think they have horoscopes in Variety? I bet you they do. Where else would Lucy get hers? (laughs) We'll get to that in our next episode. It's true. Oh, this is the first time of all the episodes that we've focused on so far where we hear Lucy go, ooh. (laughs) When, as we said earlier, like he's like, um, how are the kids? And she's like, don't you have them? And he goes, you've, repla- you've misplaced them. I'm like, that's basically it would be me as a mother. <laughs> First mention of kids, too, on the show with them. And it's interesting that they use their lack of children as room to make a joke. Because if she and Ricky did have kids, then it would probably be a less funny joke. Right. I also think another good moment between ricky and lucy where they know how to trick each other properly is when the bum is trying to guess lucy's name and then lucy goes ricky and he goes lucy and then he goes oh i knew it was you my darling lucy yeah she's very clever yeah very quick in the moment i thought it was just him being silly (laughs) and him him messing up and stepping in it so when they finally realize that He's a bum. Because Ethel comes upstairs. She goes, I wanted to see how you guys were making out. And then she recognizes him as the bum from downstairs. And they, So they kick the bum out. He goes. Mother told me to expect days like this. Get out! It, it reminded me of the Friends theme song. And if you're thinking about it, too, no, it's not like the Shirelle song. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said, Mama said, Mama said. Because that song didn't come out until 1961. Oh. Ooh, we're using the Googles. Maybe it's an early edition of this phrase and then it was reused in the song and reused in the friends theme song yeah maybe it was just a thing that was like a common idiom cliche or whatever yeah it's definitely used as a laugh line and i think that's the way it's the song is sad though well maybe the bomb is sad that he couldn't get away with it i'm just trying to think of another random like mother goose sort of rhyme that like he just left by saying like haste makes waste and then like leaves (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, just using something that's, like, a thing that everyone says. It also (laughs) seems like he delivered it to the audience because he was sort of looking out, and it didn't seem, like, relevant to Lucy or Ricky. He was just kind of making a general comment on the situation. But so he leaves, and then her real first husband shows up. Appears. 
So then they cut so quickly to it being resolved and it felt like they missed the opportunity to like have more comedy as she tried to tap dance her way through explaining this is her second first husband. Well, and clearly it went on long enough because didn't she just have to do it till midnight? midnight? The bum shows up around 7.45. Right. So how many hours did she have to like pretend that she had a second first husband after her first first husband was such a disaster and i feel like ricky probably was like well you never like there might have been a part of him that actually believed it because everything with her is so unexpected well and already on the show in the first episode that aired we see that she's a woman who has had other men in her life it's kind of interesting that like they're not using that as a taboo for them at all and also i'm surprised he didn't leave like you know what i mean just to be like i don't want to be home right now like, I want to get out of here. When we cut back to the resolution scene, he does have, like, packed bags near him. So I feel like a lot of that time was, like, her in the bedroom pleading with him as he threw clothes into his suitcase. Let's write that scene, what would have happened in those couple hours. It's a two-person play. That's what I mean. It just feels like there's so much comedy that we didn't even get to see. You can never have too much. Or can you have too much comedy? <laughs> Are there any examples from TV where we see fake boyfriend scenarios or like I, I feel like it's very common to have an ex reemerge. Mm-hmm. maybe not a fake ex the other thing is that if this were a tv show today i feel like it would be a drama and it would be your husband finding out that you have like tens of thousands of dollars of student loan debt <laughs> and like and at the end it gets forgiven the debt gets for- forgiven by the government or something that's a fantasy girl i know <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely been modern TV examples of people competing for money. Fear Factor. Oh, ew. Yeah. Ooh. Fear Factor is people doing things that they wouldn't do in real life or don't want to do for money. Well, what would you guys do for $1,000? $1,000 in 1951? <laughs> or $1,000 today? <laughs> I mean, how much money do you need to run a radio show nowadays to just fund prizes? Well, some radio shows will do the thing where you submit your bills and they'll pay your bill for you. Yes, that that's definitely a popular Lucy one. Lucy should have done that. <laughs> Gosh, Luz. What were you thinking? Submitted her December bill. Oh, well, her she probably hasn't paid her bill since December because she spent so much money for presents on Ricky. We were talking in our pilot episode about the history of Lucy, about how they pitted the couples against each other economically on the radio show and on the TV show. And in the TV show, it's Lucy and Ricky with more money. So it's a little presumptuous of Lucy where Ethel has these tickets, she has less money than Lucy, and Lucy's like, no, 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 I'm going to compete for the money. Do you think Ethel would ever have been on the show, though? I don't know that Fred would have cared about a first husband. <laughs> you would probably That's like, very can you real. take her back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if it's the pants, but I... Part of me is like... <laughs> you will never get past the pants. Certainly not a direct reference, but a modern TV show that involved competition for money is that episode of Will and Grace where Jack and Grace bring this like random vase to the Antiques Roadshow and then they find out it's actually worth something and then they just chase each other around the warehouse trying to compete for the item that's worth the money. And Grace Adler is actually a pretty good comparison for... Lucy Ricardo because she a lot of her comedy involves physicality and she's a redhead very kooky redhead well and one of the things that they're always making fun of Grace for on that show and again it's like a, it's four people two men two women 
and these pairs that are pitted against each other but that grace wants so much like she wants the fabulous career and the husband and she wants all the things in the same way that lucy wants to have it have it all and the joke is the joke of women's ambition of wanting to have it all true i have a confession to make i've never actually seen will and grace that is shocking. Should I just turn off my mic and go home? That's very off-brand <laughs> for you. <laughs> should I just pack up my bags and leave Los Angeles? I'm quitting Hollywood forever. So that's all we've got for you guys this week. Tune in next Monday where we will be talking about the, the episode. seance. Seance. We'll be contacting the dead. Or maybe just, well, you'll see. <laughs> We're going to hold a seance and see if Lucille Ball shows up. Ooh. Please. That's a good idea for a group outing. I guess not an outing because you can just do it in your house. In like a cemetery? <laughs> like where <laughs> would we do Robert. it? Is that where oh. she's buried? But just like every other week, you can find it on Amazon Prime or Hulu. So check it out. You can follow us at We Love Lucy Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. At We Love Lucy Pod on Twitter. And you can email us at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. Later, Lucy's. Yeah.